Chad and Zay. Is that a beat with a recorder in it? That's brilliant, if that's what that is. Is that's that a recorder? A, that sounds like a little recorder or a slide whistle, something that we play as a kid in the, mu- in the music class when they're first teaching you stuff. God, that was an annoying sound. It really was. But they actually made it sound cool right there. <laughs> I am not familiar with what this is. What do you got, Zay? Lil Bootsy, set it off. You want to talk that? Set it off. Lil Bootsy. Okay, this is, uh, so this is the LSU guy. Yes. Okay. Lil Boozy. Bootsy. Oh, Bootsy. Yeah. My bad. I didn't realize there was a T in there. There isn't. Oh, wait. There's not a T, but you pronounce it. I never a heard anybody say Boozy. It's B O O S I. I never heard anybody say Boozy. Wow. See, I'm just, I learn something every day. Okay, but I got to have a T sound in there. Lil Bootsy, like Bootsy Collins. You yeah. Say, you say it like Bootsy, Bootsy Collins. Okay. All right. I might be saying it wrong. Who knows? <laughs> That'd be a first. Yeah. Yo, you know, from Louisiana, the boot, they got that twang. They got that uh-huh. accent. So I really don't know. If I'm saying the name of a hip-hop artist correctly and you're not, we have reached a new... We've re- re- we've got some issues. Yeah. Weird, weird crossroads, yeah. if that's where we are. Yeah, if they throw me out the barbecue, that ain't a good sign. That ain't a good sign. I'll save you something. I'll bring you a take-home. <laughs> I'll bring it to take home in a box. Little Bootsy with the beat to get us started this third hour. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. He pick, he uh, picks those beats out for you to start the third hour. There's a lot going on today. If you're on Twitter, uh, I just retweeted uh, some stuff I saw from Chris Sims giving B. John Robinson a little love for how complete a running back he is. You can go check that out. I also just retweeted the Finn Balor head cut from last Yo. night. That's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. Ugh. Uh, you knew it was bad at WrestleMania when they brought the doctor into the Hell in a Cell in the middle of the match. I'm like, my God, how, how busted open is he? They wouldn't even show it. They did not show him for a while. And what they were doing was stapling the cut shut so he could finish the match. Crazy. That's a damn shame. Crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. All right. So, yeah, we hit a little WrestleMania today. It did happen. And just to make a lot of you laugh that are wrestling fans of a certain age, WWE on Fox tweeted out a quote from Roman Reigns that says, I'm the greatest of all time. This WrestleMania solidifies it. (laughs) Come on. That is so funny. Well done, Roman. Well done. I needed that laugh. All right. Two o'clock hour and a lot of basketball to talk about today. We hope that none of you were offended by the women's championship game yesterday. Zay, I'm always a, I've always been amazed at the level people can get offended and what offends people. Go back to the Janet Jackson Super Bowl moment. That was weird. Somebody got fined just because one mother was sitting there with her kids and didn't want to see Janet's Who boob. got fined? Boob. Uh, CBS ultimately did, I think. Oh. Like, it was big. CBS or Viacom or whoever that is. Like, I think it was a $250,000 fine. Damn, that's hefty. For Janet. Yeah. Well, so, awesome? Exactly. That you didn't even really see all of because yeah. she had the thing covered. In, I mean, yeah, we that, that's been talked about a ton. But yesterday, LSU and Iowa put together what I thought was an entertaining basketball game. LSU sets records, 102 points hadn't been done. Texas had the record at 97. Kim Mulkey wins her fourth. And just high-level basketball, both ways. Both teams shoot the lights out, shoot threes really well, shoot the free throws. 
the game was not sloppy. The, the only sloppiness was from the officials. I thought they were the only ones that didn't show up for the championship level. LSU had it. And if they don't play as good as they play, and if somebody doesn't come off the bench for them and start pouring in threes like she hasn't done, you realize she didn't score the previous three games? Yo. Carson? Jasmine Carson. She didn't score in the final four game, in the round of eight, or in the Sweet 16. And a lot of those buckets were on Kayla Clark, too. Yes. Like Kayla Clark trying to check her and not really yeah. wanting to go on. They're like, oh, you're going to disrespect me? I ain't like, oh, girl, that you waved off at South Carolina. I'll shoot it right in your face. That is a, yeah, it's a great point. You brought up the fact earlier that they made her guard. And that is always one way you can deal with an offensive talent on one end. It's like, well, let's make them guard on the defensive end. Maybe it wears them out a little bit. And I also thought a huge key in the game was LSU did not let Kate, uh, Caitlin Clark drive the basket like South Carolina did. South Carolina let her have so much. Just easy right-hand layups over and over and over again. All, when she would just fake the three and go around, LSU didn't let it happen. And LSU proved they were the best team. They had an edge to them. And Angel Reese ends up showing a little bit of that edge, and people have had comments uh, about that. The John Cena, you can't see me, or as Jeff Howe pointed out to us earlier, the G Unit. Tony Yayo. Tony Yayo that invented the uh the You Can't See Me. I've never quite understood the You Can't See Me as a wrestling reference. It's a weird thing. You can't see me, but you're like there's the yeah, the wave. Yeah. It's so weird. It's like, what do you mean you can't see me? What, what is that? Yeah, it's a bit odd. Clearly they can see you because you're 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 scoring on them. But we're in this era right now, Zay, of basketball where there's just a lot of meanness going on. There's meanness, there's disrespect. You've got to be showing someone up at all times. How long would you say this has been going on? Like in basketball. Is this different for you as a as somebody who's watched basketball a long time? Is it different for you now? Is what you saw yesterday pretty normal? Like, where where's the whole smack talk thing in basketball well, right it's now? Not normal on the women's side. Okay, to do the way that Angel Reese taunted Caitlin Clark, that's not normal at all. Do we need more stuff like that, especially for the women's game? Yeah, because now we all talking about it from the big media networks, national to the you know mom and pops. Everybody's talking about it and. Again, I think that's huge for women's sports. And again, you know, Angel Reese wouldn't have done that myself, but it was dope. That's what she's been doing all year long. She's been talking folks. She's been talking her ish. She knows she talks a lot. She says she's proud of it. Talks about I'm from the DMV. This is basketball. I've grew up playing with a lot of guys on the playground. This is what it is. And she's right. That's hoops. Yeah. We're just talking about hoops and basketball, like one of the greatest Trash talkers of all time, Michael Jordan, the greatest. Right. Used to walk into the locker room and flows and be like, hey, who's checking me tonight? And guys wouldn't say none because they knew it was Mike. Uh-huh. And he'd be like, oh, y'all ain't got nobody? Well, I'm going to give you, you, you. I'm going to give y'all all buckets. And then you go out and drop 50 that night. Mm-hmm. But since it's Mike and since it's a man, I guess we expect those type of things. But since it's a woman's sport and we see a woman do it, especially a sister doing it to – Oh, Iowa girl, Caitlin Clark, and a lot of us, which not you and I, but a lot of people, that was their first game all year. Right. So they had no idea that Caitlin Clark could dish it out 
just as much as she took it last night. And Angel Reese has been doing that type of stuff all year long. Yeah, I thought it was great energy both ways. Caitlin Clark, like when Kate, when they won the semifinal and Caitlin Clark throws the hands up and she's screaming at the crowd, I love that stuff. That was dope. Now, I would, again, I would always advise, hey, let's direct that towards the crowd. Let's direct that towards, you know, maybe – our bench, something like that. So again, walked across a line a little bit, but it was nothing that crazy. Wait, that wasn't the Iowa crowd that she when she threw the ball up and looked at on the yeah, on, yeah. That's out. what I'm saying. That's that like, was the Iowa crowd. Probably her people, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the general crowd instead of going specifically at somebody. But I mean, I wouldn't have had a problem like if if Reese wanted to end the interview with Holly Rowe, if she wanted to throw the if she wanted to look at the camera, and even look at even look at the camera and say, "Hey, Caitlin." You know, and Yo. give and give her the sign there. I would have thought that's pretty cool. But again, I'm a pro wrestling guy. I'm all about the promo. I'm all about let's cut a promo. So I wouldn't have gone right in her face with it. But nothing ended up happening. They didn't need it. You know, there was no foul called or anything like that. And we move on. So hopefully, people can see it, understand that there's some some energy to that, and that's kind of the way the way Reese is. But there's a there's just a lot of attitude right now in that sport, and it's not just about those two teams. If Caitlin Clark would have Ronda Rousey her ass Angel Reese after she did the you can't see me, I'd be like, well. She asked for it. Yeah, kind of asked for that. She asked for it. She walked her down after the buzzer, or when the buzzer was about to sound, she walked her down and followed her. Yeah, it wasn't just like, she didn't just do it once and then go to the bench. She kept following her. That's wild. And the ring thing. thing. That's where people are out here throwing classes around. I get that. Because that's where I would have grabbed the jersey. If I'm her teammate, I would have grabbed Reese's jersey. and and Let's go. Hey, hey, come on, come on, come on. Let's go. This is about us. Yeah. It's about us, not her. Right, it's about us, not her, and you shake Caitlin's hand as you're doing yeah, it. But hey, we need to acknowledge tremendous season, way to go. But yeah, we also need to acknowledge Angel Reese probably wouldn't have done that if Caitlin Clark never did it throughout the season. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and she said, and Angel Reese also said she has mad love for her SEC sister in South Carolina, and she was ah, like, "They disrespect the South Carolina." Okay, I right. didn't appreciate that. There you go. I'm, there you go. I'm cool with those girls, even though we compete. Don't disrespect the SEC and Caitlin Clark when they were playing that weak ass triangle in two, which somehow worked, and just allowing those girls to be wide open on the perimeter. And Caitlin Clark just waves her off like, I hope you do shoot that. We're giving it to you for a reason. That's disrespectful. I love it. I absolutely love it. And that's great mind games. When somebody tells you, we're going to let you shoot. That's so disrespectful. You, you won't say that to Steph Curry because he'll be like, all right, and then knock it down. You're going to play up on them, but you're given the open shot because you can't shoot it that well. So that's great mind games for Caitlin Clark, and nobody said a word. That's the outrage. Nobody has said anything about the things that Caitlin Clark does. And then we saw Angel Reese last night, which she went across the line. She definitely did. And now people have something to say. So if you were Kim Mulkey, any punishment needed? Nope, because I like that if I'm Kim Mulkey. That's what I want. This is what I recruited. So went to maybe one, I, I want those girls that Tara ain't recruiting and Gino right. ain't recruiting. So maybe went a little too far, but didn't need a punishment. No. Yeah. We, we, this girl just won us the national championship. Right. Somebody texted us that if they if, if the LSU player is not suspended or disciplined in some fashion, you know exactly what kind of person Kim Moki uh, is. Winning trumps everything. Well, Kim told you that yesterday. Yeah. Kim said that's her attitude. I like her attitude. I like all this team's attitude, and I played with attitude. Yeah. 
So, yeah, she told you that that wasn't across the line for her. Was it a little bit classless? We would argue, yeah, it was. But it was also, you know, there was also a lot of energy to it. And it's, yep. it, 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 and it, it, it sort of made sense in the, in the, the full, the full scheme of what had gone on with those two teams uh, because, you know, yeah, Caitlin had given it, uh, given it a little bit. Caitlin and there's just a lot more of it now, Zay, that is directly player to player. There's just a lot more men's basketball, women's basketball. There's just a whole lot more. The you're too short thing. The I haven't seen a lot of people doing the you can't see me or whatever, but there's a lot of that that goes around. Football has it to the point that you've had to have rules set up. You can't do it directed towards another teammate. We had the throat slash gesture thing for a while. They all oh, the officials lost right. their mind about that, and we couldn't do the throat slash gesture and all these things. So there's a lot of stuff that's uh, that's out there, but. Reese and LSU, they they got plenty of attitude, and now they got a title to go with it. Yeah, and old heads hate that, Chad. Old heads hate, like, ah, they do. Oh, let's re- respect the game, respect the person playing in front of you. And, yeah, there's a certain point to that. But I also grew up playing outside, too. And there's a certain level of dog you have to have. When somebody's chirping at you and right. trying to test you and trying to see how tough you are, you got to respond. Some people do it quietly, and some people will talk afterwards. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. We don't know what it's like to be on a floor with Caitlin Clark or Angel Reese, for that matter. A lot of jawing going on, I'm sure, back and forth throughout the game. By the way, real quick, we haven't talked about it. What did you make of the Caitlin Clark technical foul call? Weak. As an official, do you would you tell someone there, you got to hold that whistle, you just can't do it? Yeah. Okay. You know me, Chad. I always held my whistle. Yeah. Like you're in a, you're at this emotional game. It's a national championship and it's an emotional game. Here's the one detail. I did read that in the third quarter, they warned them. Iowa did something similar in the third quarter. They did a delay a game, kind of throw the ball off to the side and not get the ball. After a, a basket, they were, the, whatever, kicked it to the baseline. Like They would score, and then they it. threw it. That's correct. They were wasting a little time. They wasted time with the ball earlier, and they warned them in and, the third quarter. And they got hit with that again. Correct. And then Caitlin throws the ball behind her back when they're about to have that free throw. So what their argument was is we already warned them. We warned them once. We told them that they'd be a tech if they did it again. 22 does it. We got to call it. That's their argument. So I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, the way LSU was pushing it, yeah, I guess you got to make that call because you're slowing the game down. Yeah. If you're not, you know. Not, yeah. In that case, it was in that case it was weird for Iowa because that was about to be a free throw, if I'm not mistaken. And then Caitlin puts that on top of it. So they end up with four free throws and the ball there. They had the foul, the foul mm. calls plus the two techs plus they get the basketball. So it was it was very very technical there, but I kind of got it because it's one of those sort of letters of the law thing. And I would tell Kate, Caitlin Clark, "You're Caitlin Clark. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Last player on the bench does that. I'm gonna sit you on the bench and you're never coming in again. Caitlin, Caitlin, you're the best thing we've got, and you're letting your emotions." get the best of you there, I'm just going to throw the ball away. Oh, yeah, she's an emotional girl. That's like somebody in the biggest moment of a football game getting up after a big play on defense, like a safety, and just spiking the ball away. You're giving the officials a chance to call that. They have a rule in place. If they want to overlook it, that's on them. But if they call it, it's on you. Yeah, especially if the opposing coach is letting you know about it because 
Coaches are smart. Yes. They'll remember. That's right. They're going to look for every advantage. And if you muck up again where you've already been warned, Kim Mulkey, this ain't her first time around the block. And what end of the floor were they on? They were right there in front of her and the electric tiger dream coat. And she immediately says, that's a tech right there throwing the ball. She saw it immediately. Now, Kim Mulkey should have got something for getting bucked with the ref. She ran into the ref and gave her a little elbow. Yes. What was that? Now, our man Chris Bennett did point out, why is nobody talking about Kim pushing an official? Push the hell out. Who? Now, was that on the Reese second foul? The one where they didn't call the... I don't know. They were running back on the other end. Okay. I did not I did not see that contact. But if she makes contact with the official, obviously they need, to, they need to call that too. Man, lots of wacky stories coming out of a women's championship game. I did not expect that. But I'm glad. I'm glad for the women's game. They got a different group going on, even though Kim is a name. But you get LSU in a title game for the first time. Iowa had never been to the title game. No UConn, no Tennessee. Heck, no South Carolina going back-to-back. They kind of got – I think they got the tournament they needed. They're getting more eyeballs on them. They're getting a high level of basketball right now. Names we know. Caitlin Clark's coming back next year. She'll be back at Iowa. Right. They're trying to go back. The South Carolina crew's coming back, not Boston, but some of those big-time players will come back to try to make another run. Women's basketball had a really good year. Yeah, you didn't think the transfer portal would affect it like it does on the men's side or even college football because they stay so long. Like Boston and all these mm-hmm. girls, they're like four-year seniors, so you never leave, you never transfer, but we saw that with Alexis Morris. And her going from Baylor to AM and then winning the national championship at LSU. So clearly it is making an impact. Yeah. And Kim Mulkey in year two shows that. And the message that just got sent, and you brought it up earlier, the message that just got sent, it's like if you got players that are a little bit on that edge, a little bit of that. Yeah, that other bit, players are, our coaches are afraid of. A little bit of that fire. And you don't work in that locker room. Oh, there's a locker room in Baton Rouge waiting on you. Yep. And Kim will have that conversation with you and talk about all the stuff that she's ready to lay out. No, no, you come in, you be you. Now, I'm going to coach you hard. We're going to coach you a certain way, and we got to play basketball a certain way, but you get to be you as long as you don't hurt LSU. As long as you don't hurt us, the program, the city, you know, you don't cost us, we'll be fine. Flashay Johnson is a rapper on the side. Like, Really into it, too. She's from Georgia. She has yeah. a video at the Maravich Center and everything. They let her be her. They got her freestyling after games and stuff with the media. Like, it's it's for real up there. She's the one player my daughter recognized yesterday as the game got started. Stop it. She recognized her from the rap game reality show. <laughs> Seriously. She's like, hey, that looks like, what's her name? Lange, uh, Flage. Flage. She said, that looks like Flage from the rap game. She was thought, thinking it to herself. And then they say her name, Flage Johnson, and she's like, yep, that's her. She knew her. Yeah. That's crazy. Whole nother level, man. LSU gets the title on the women's side. UConn and San Diego State going for the men's title tonight. CBS 820. Been a pretty good tournament so far. We'll see how it finishes off. Can anybody handle UConn. Forget about win right now. Can we get to 10 minutes tonight in the second half and it's actually a game? That may be the first step for San Diego State. Up next, it is April the 3rd. We will tell you why today matters. A monster in the world of comedy has a birthday. Always got to mention it, and we'll do that next on The Horn. Chad and Zay.
All right. I think I've been paying attention enough on the show today. Context clues would tell me this is 50 Cent. That's right. There we go. Now, is this just 50 Cent or is this G-Unit? Uh, it's G-Unit. G-Unit. Okay. Yeah. All right. G-Unit. I mean, it's all Tony Yayo's album. Okay. But, yeah. So, so G-Unit is, did, did they put out albums as G-Unit? Yes. They did. Okay. Yeah. And we have, and there's obviously solo stuff. Right. Okay. They tried to go Wu-Tang. It didn't work out too good. And plus, 50 is real selfish. How many acts can you say that about? They tried to go Wu-Tang, and it didn't work out. I mean, you have to have all the members with Wu-Tang, but they tried to do individual albums. Lloyd Banks dropped his. Uh, Who else is in? Young Buck dropped his. Straight out of Cashville. Yayo, which was locked up during a lot of time, came out and dropped his. So, for those of you that want clarification, we've established that it's Tony Yayo. Tony Yayo, yeah. Tony Yayo of G-Unit is the one who gets credit for the you-can't-see-me hand gesture as far as its creation. And then, as Jeff Howe tells us, pro wrestling fan extraordinaire, uh, at some point John Cena, a family member, his brother, I think is what he said earlier, that his brother gave him the idea. And then John Cena took that to the wrestling ring, and uh, and then it goes worldwide as kind of a, a hand gesture because of that. Genius. There you have it. Uh, and then uh, Angel Reese gives it to. Well, actually, let's start at the. Let's go chronological. Caitlin Clark of Iowa does it to multiple players throughout the year, but specifically, she gave it gave that hand sign to a couple of the South Carolina players. Angel. Reese. I don't know. If she did it that game. She did South Carolina. She did the. Oh, you ain't gonna shoot that. Oh, South Carolina. Okay, she. But she them did off. it during the tournament. Did it okay? So during the Kayla tournament, Clark. she'd done the "you can't see me" thing that upset Angel Reese. Maybe not upset, but she remembered it and it bothered her a little bit. So she thought, "Hey, if I get Caitlin Clark and we beat him, then I might give that back to her." And then she did at the free throw line. Well, sorry, not being along the free throw line. That they're at the block waiting for a free throw, and then like you said, and because that could have been enough. That to me is where it needed to stop. You want to do it and, and right in her face and, and say, hey, you know, you want, that's one thing. To follow her to the bench probably was too bad. That's where it crossed that line. And that for me, Zay, is where Kim or one of the players should have stepped in. That's where Kim or one of the players should have, you know, kind of put the the proverbial, you know, just whatever, you know, grab that jersey, kind of get in the way. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, Angel, we're going this way. Come on, yeah. Reese. come on, Reese. Let's get. I'm saying, Kaylin Clark should have socked her. We're going to the bench. We're going to the bench. Should have socked her, dude. If they start a brawl, dude. If they'd have gone face to face like a oh, boxing man. promo, that would have been so good, like a face off. Oh, because hey, you know what my first rule of fighting is: ain't no fight like a girl fight. <laughs> yeah, who was that one back in the day that you saw the T- OG fight? Tiffany and D'Angelo. <laughs> Tiffany and D'Angelo. Oh my God. Dude. Oh my gosh, I man. Still, I can still see it. I Yo, can still see it. The weave that was being pulled in that brawl. Mm. Wow. I saw Tiffany on social media the other day, too. Made me think of that fight. Yeah. I almost sent her a message about it, and I thought, eh, she may not want to talk about that today. She, she might not want to be dealing with that. Did Tiffany take all the hell? Years later. Um, no. If I was going to declare a winner, I think Tiffany won. Hit her up. Yeah. 
Hit her up. Just did nice win. One of the, nice, one of the greatest wins. Did you have nice win? Was that the greatest win of your career? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. She'd probably say it was. It probably probably was. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it wasn't because that was fifth grade. So we don't want the biggest win to be fifth grade. Hopefully so you she wanted had, her to just keep fighting as she gets older? I just wanted to have bigger wins in life. Say. Oh. I'm not saying in fighting. Okay, we're asking in fighting. In fighting, yes, yeah, that might have been it. That might have been it. Yeah, You're I right. talk about it on my radio show all the time. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Being Denisha down. I, re- I reference it, yes, D'Angelo. D'Angelo, I'm get, sorry. Let's get it right. I'm sorry, D'Angelo. I mean, she got that ass whooped. Let's be it. honest. Oh, dude, she was tough, though. Don't she was mess. tough. I'm not going to badmouth either one of them. You're right. I apologize. You're right. Because I'm telling you, I'd go, if you just all time, at that moment, after I saw that, we're headed into a dark alley later on in fifth grade or sixth grade, I want those two with me. Let's go. Let's go. Tiffany D'Angelo lead the way. I'll be in the back doing play by play. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tiffany just picked up a stick. I think she's going to hit him with it. Here we go. Let's do it. I would Uh, love to meet those women. Oh, my goodness. I hope they squash the beef. Hey, you know what? We got the the reunion coming up this year. I'm not sure if I'm I'm going, but maybe we need to. Oh, you got to go. Get it back together. You got to go. I'll wear a Michael Buffer suit. We'll call him to the ring. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> we are live. Nah, man. You're, you're, you're bigger than that. You need to be Magic Johnson, like Isaiah Thomas and Jordan, and get them together and squash it. Bring them together? Yeah, don't try to, you know, start up something. Forget about squash it. I wanted to talk about all the fights I missed. True. Right? Were there other fights I didn't know about? That's, that's what I want to know, too. Because that day, what I saw, I did not see two fighters in their first fight. I felt like I saw two experienced <laughs> fighters. That's what I saw. I saw some really good technique that day. All right. Uh, we've been talking basketball. Women's side got a little crazy, but it was also really good stuff from LSU. If you didn't already know that Kim Mulkey was going to be dangerous in Baton Rouge, now she's got four total. That's third all time to Pat in second place and Gino in first place. And, yes, Longhorn fans and Sooner fans, you're going to go have to deal with her again. You got, you got a little break for a little while. But, yeah, it's not going to last long. Not going to last long. You're going to have to deal with Kim once again. All right, coming up, we will get you stems and seeds before we get out of here. Let's go Why Today Matters. We got a massive birthday we got to hit today. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. By the way, Zay, I'm glad you brought up the idea of having those two make up because yesterday was National Reconciliation Day. See? There you go. Let's just, just reconcile. Let's make it all better. That's good. Or, or I create a situation where one of them throws the other through a table at the reunion and nobody ever forgets <laughs> that. Either way, it's a win, <laughs> right? It's a win-win. I hope that doesn't happen. I do, too. I hope that doesn't happen. Because y'all at that age, there's somebody going to the emergency room <laughs> if someone goes through a table at that reunion. Hip breaks right after the table does. Absolutely. All right. Uh, it is Eddie Murphy's birthday today. Happy 6-2 to the great Eddie Murphy. I do wonder. <laughs> oh, that's good. Very good. <laughs> Eddie had one sometimes a comedian laughing during the set doesn't do it for me. Eddie's was perfect though. Eddie's was perfect. It's amazing. He had the right amount of laughter. It felt legit every time he did it. When he laughs after calling Bridget Nielsen a big B <laughs> and Beverly Hill Cops 2, uh, 
I don't think there's anything funnier. Like, it's so quick. He's like, yeah. that's a big, and he's like, he's standing <laughs> on his tippy toes. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, he's a goat, man. And, and underrated movie, too. Now, part, the second one? Yeah. Yeah. Part three is horrible. But part two, if you have not seen Beverly Hills Cop Part Two, you got to go after that one. I'm scared to death that they're thinking about doing uh, this fourth one. No, uh, I learned from Coming to America 2, don't do a fourth. Exactly. But Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2, excellent. Uh, and and you know, Delirious and Raw, excellent. I do wonder if he's ever going to get back up on a stand-up stage. Is he ever going to get back up? Because that's the part I'll let him do until he's Done. Whatever he wants to do, man. He's Eddie Murphy. He was the he was about as rock star as it got in comedy for a while. So if Eddie wants to get back up there and knock the rust off, I'll I'll let him do it. What's crazy is during that era in the eighties, he was only like 21, 22 years old. Oh yeah, he was so young on he Saturday was Night so Live. So young oh. on SNL, and then I mean nobody talks about like Golden Child, but the Beverly Hills Cop series. And then wait, 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 what do you mean nobody talks about? Golden we shouldn't. Child. That was a dud. I said, I, 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 I oh. want the knife. That was a dud. Trading places, fire. And how dare you? My wife Coming and to I, America, Beverly Hills Cop, all fire. Eddie, if you're out there, my wife and I fully support the golden child. First off, Dollar that, that woman was smoking hot. The kid just acts his ass off. The demon dude is excellent. So how dare you? I will watch. I will watch Golden Child. There's not much bad Eddie Murphy. That and Vampire in Brooklyn are fi- battling. Ooh, now I will never sit through Vampire in Brooklyn. I don't need that one. <sighs> That's tough. No, I don't need that. That's tough, Eddie. Don't need that one. Yeah, you're right. You're right on that. I will I'll stay away from that one. Happy birthday to Eddie Murphy today. So that's your favorite Eddie movie, the Beverly Hills Cop series? Um, Probably. If I was going to pick one in the, you know, away from the stand-up specials, yeah, original Beverly Hills Cop. I was just the right age when I saw it. It was dangerous enough because I was only 10 when it hit. So it was one of those where I'd go spend the night at a friend's house. We'd go rent it because his mom was looking the other way and wouldn't pay attention that we rented a rated R movie. She was that, i get whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. I don't care. That kind <laughs> of thing. smoking a cigarette. So my parents didn't know I was watching that kind of language, but I, you know, so you're kind of sneaking around with it. But yeah, I remember watching that movie over and over. So I'll go Beverly Hills Cop as top level Eddie, yeah. Okay. What about you? That and coming to America. They're probably one A, one B. Oh yeah. Underrated? Dr. Doolittle. The original was really good. Underrated. The original was good. Raven Simone, Kyler Pratt, underrated movies. Mm-hmm. Still kind of funny. Just because it's Eddie Murphy and he's talking to animals. Also the original, uh the original Nutty Professor. Yeah. Not the rest of them. I thought right. I got a little silly after that, but the original, that first scene at the table. The family at the table when he's playing just about everybody at that table. Yeah, Hercules, Hercules. The first Hercules, the come on, Cletus, come on, you'll walk <laughs> over, but you'll limp back. That whole thing, dude. I thought that I saw that in the theater, and that place was roaring with laughter. That was a that was a really good that that one I think if you went back and watched it today it would still hold up pretty well. Yeah, that professor was funny. He's playing everybody. They show the gag reel at the end. He's playing the brother and the dad and the oh man, dad, that's incredible stuff. Uh, happy birthday to Eddie today. Coming up, we'll get you stems and seeds as we close in on the Texas spring game. Twelve days away. The draft is only twenty four days away. Get you a little update on a mock draft I saw today and where Bijan Robinson might be going. Uh, also, we will uh, continue to get ready for this basketball game. UConn, San Diego State. We'll tell you who we're picking in the game. Let us know. 
what you're thinking. Specs text line is 337-3776. Ball don't lie. Comes up when we're done on the horn. Chad and Zay. Just that bounce right here. Time to move on. Time to be strong. Don't stop now. Straight to the top now. That's what I need. If you happy, then be with him. Go ahead, mommy, breathe again. Go ahead, mommy, breathe again. Don't stop. All right, just about done on a Monday. Should I get this? Um, I thought I recognized the voice, but I'm... Uh, yes and no. Yes and no? Yeah. The name that popped in my head was Puffy. There we go. Okay. Yeah, that's that, why you should get it. Okay, that first voice. That's yeah. why, yeah. All right. Very unique voice. Who, is, who else is? I know somebody else is involved. Uh, Genuine's in this. Okay. The rapper Loon, which wasn't really big. And then Mario Wines, who wasn't really big either. I know enough about Puffy's career to know that there's no such thing as Puffy solo work. Yeah. There's got to be someone else involved. Yeah, he going to have help. He needs help. <laughs> He's yeah. a genius. He's a rap genius, but if... Him rapping by himself? Nah. Not happening. Not, not going to cut it. That's not happening. Uh, so we got Puffy finishing it off today. G-Unit, Jelly Roll. Got to check that out, maybe. That might be our album next week. Judas Priest, Pink Floyd, and Whitesnake all on the show today. Plus the little Bootsy uh, beat to start the hour. He has gotten a little love over the last day or so because <laughs> He cut down his own net at his own house because he's such a big LSU fan from the women's game. All right. I guess. Put it around his neck and everything. Is he going to save it? Larry Bird, go get your daughter. Larry Bird, come get your daughter. Boozy, relax. Uh, did he sing that or just say it? Just say it. It would have been really cool it. if he had come up with a Larry Bird, come get your daughter. And like, Yo, a, and then had like a full verse. I'm ready for the Flage Johnson Boozy collab. That could happen. Oh, yeah. it's going to happen. That could absolutely. That's definitely going to happen. In fact, I'm a little insulted it hasn't happened now. If I'm her, if I'm Kim, like, how, how have we not Now, now Boosie, he ain't the same rapper he once was. You know, he did a oh. little time, man. He's a little older now. Oh, he I ain't see. no young buck. I see. Okay. Yeah. Well. So. He can still make a trap. Okay. Well, it sounds like he did be. Yeah, he's still there. She could, she could hold him up if she needs to. For sure. Can help him out. Yeah, yeah. She's the young, crazy talent right now of the two of them, right? Yo, she's big time. Yo, by the way, speaking of talent, yeah. Keelan Robinson dropped a new song. He's out there on Congress in the video and stuff. Did he now? All right, number seven. Still wearing seven. Is he still going seven Pretty this sure. year? Yeah, Keelan? yeah. yeah. Uh, he's very good. He's very, very Yo, good. Yo, he can go. Multi-talented folks out there. Hope you're having a good Monday. We're getting ready for championship games tonight. Let's get you caught up on a couple of things with stems and seeds. Here we go. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. This one makes sense to me. I'm seeing it on TMZ Sports, but the man at the Dodgers game that went out onto the field to propose to his girlfriend, he's been banned for a year from Dodger Stadium. Zay, got to be some kind of punishment. So I, I, I would approve of this. Man doesn't need to be doing that stuff. Yeah, because old girl didn't leave him. She's still with him. She said yes. They're engaged. Mary or the wedding is coming soon. So if I'm the Dodgers, either she leaves him or we ban him. You know, can't be one or the other. She got to leave because that would have been enough heartbreak. Like You can't ban him and right. she leave, I see, oh boy. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So the fact that she stayed, I 
you're going to get penalized, you're banned. I made sure to tell my daughter that if that ever happens and she says yes, I am no longer paying for that wedding. <laughs> that's that's the punishment. That's the punishment. You want to go ahead and marry that person? Fine. We're not paying for that. Yeah. I'm not paying for the me- something's going to start with that mess. I'm no, with you. We're not doing that. That's not happening. Uh, real quick. Uh, mock draft update that I saw today, Zay. You know Cynthia Freeland, the stat freak on NFL Network. She put out a mock draft. She's got Stroud first to Carolina. She's got Bryce Young second to the Texans, and all the way down there at twenty-six, she's got Bijan falling to the Cowboys. Ooh. Says I'm gonna, says I'm going to pretend the Cowboys read my first mock and my restructure or release article and took my advice. Robinson's a special back with a speed, power, and elusiveness to manufacture yards. 104 forced missed tackles in 2022 per PFF. If that situation happens, I keep hearing more and more Cowboy fans say, if he falls to the Cowboys at 26 and they let the opportunity go by, Cowboy fans will lose their mind. Mike Harge coming up next on Ball Don't Lie with Rod Babers and Patrick Davis. Mike Harge has intimated he might stop rooting for them if it happens. The Alabama pimp said that? <laughs> yes. Player! Mike Harge, the player wearing his granddaddy's shoes clean. He said that? He said, I don't know if he's officially declared that it would happen, but I've heard him say, you know, it might. He'd think about it. It, it would upset him that much. Yo, I'm a fan. I'm buying merch. If they pick up Bijan Robinson. Oh, you're going to be so in. I am a fan. Somebody find me a throwback Emmett Smith jersey. You can, I'll rock it. You get Jimmy Johnson tattooed on your arm. I don't know like about that. all that. No. But, you know, I'm, I'll support the Dallas Cowboys and what Jerry and Steven Jones got cooking. Maybe a little Darren Woodson gear. Something like yeah, that. Yo, Darren Woodson was my dude. I it's, love Darren Woodson. Get you a 28 jersey from yeah, back in the fire. day. That'd be fire. But... The Cowboys, they've made all the right moves in the offseason, getting Brandon Cooks, getting Stephon Gilmore, resigning the right guys for the right amount of money, saying, Zeke, see you later. That's just the icing on the cake. If B. John Robinson drops him, I don't think he'll drop to him. But if he does, yep. you got to get him. You have to get him. Yeah, and for that matter, the pick I told you to watch out for the other day, uh, interestingly enough, Cowboys fans – Freeland has uh, the Chargers at 21 taking Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. That would seem opposite to a lot of people because some think the Cowboys would take a tight end later on at 26. If the Chargers took Mayer at 21, that may leave open the Bijan opportunity. Just something to keep in mind. All right, championship game coming up tonight. UConn and San Diego State. You still going with UConn? Yeah. I'm going to go with UConn, and I'm going to test San Diego State by saying I think it's UConn definitively. I think it's UConn by like 12 to 14, 12 15 by the time it's over, just like this last game. Come on, Aztecs. Keep it close. I hope it's close. That's all I want. Yeah. Good game. Let's hope we get a good one. Ball don't lie coming up. Then it is Soccer Matters with Glenn Davis. Check out the uh, soccer show if you haven't. We'll be back tomorrow for a Tuesday show. Get you previewed for some Texas baseball and a whole lot more. Stay safe. See ya.